Hello and welcome to the Teachers Inspire podcast. I'm Louise O'Neill and I curate Teachers Inspire, which is organised and run by Dublin City University. We want to thank everyone who has nominated a teacher for our 2023 awards. Each one is so special and I'm really looking forward to sharing some of them with you in the coming weeks. This is the fourth year of Teachers Inspire and each year we have four awardees and honestly each one has been so deserving. The stories behind their nominations really do come from the heart. And our awardees have taught in primary and secondary schools, they know they've been male and female. But I think what's been interesting to notice is that it does appear that teaching is still a career choice that seems to be more popular with women and particularly at primary school level. So why are fewer men choosing a career in teaching? To discuss this, I'm joined today by Dr. Alan Gorman, who is Assistant Professor in the School of Policy and Practice in DCU Institute of Education. He is the Area Professional Focus Leader for Professional Learning and Teacher Education on the Doctor of Education Programme at DCU. And in 2022, he was awarded the DCU President's Award for Excellence in Teaching. My God, congratulations, Alan. And so welcome to the Teachers Inspire um, podcast, Alan. And before we get into our chat, I just want to listen to a very short interview that our producer, Elaine, produced with a newly qualified primary school teacher. My name is Alex Finnegan. Um, I am a primary school teacher. Um, my first year of teaching in St. Mary's Parish Primary School in Drogheda, County Loud, and we're here in my classroom after the day has finished and it's lovely and quiet now compared to what it was earlier on. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a primary school teacher um, since I was in primary school and I would say it's the experience I had in primary school was nearly all positive. I had a lot of um, great role models to look up to. All the teachers I had were absolutely fantastic and I never really seen myself doing anything else other than primary school teaching. When you started your, your studies at third level to get your qualification, was there any noticeable difference, say, between the number of, of guys doing it compared to the number of, say, female students? Yeah, um, definitely within third level. So within my year, we had maybe 100, between 120, 130, and I'd say 20 lads maybe in and around, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. And then even as the years went on, so the year under me, I think, had less lads then the next year came along, there was less again. So it's nearly, I thought it'd be the other way around where there'd be more coming into it. But I don't know if we just had a once off year where there was more people in it. But like, yeah, it's kind of staying around that level or even lower. So yeah, it's, it is a, a massive difference between male, female um, teachers. Do you have any idea why that is? Um, it's, there, there could be a couple of factors. For me, um, yeah, as in uh, thinking of like a, a kind of from a male perspective, whether there is more male teachers within secondary school areas compared to primary school areas, whether they maybe don't like having to deal with the younger kids um, compared to like maybe oh, the older kids will suit me a lot better. I can deal. I'd rather deal with maybe like the moods compared to just, I suppose, like um, just smaller children. Um, then also whether it just it appeals more to female I, I'm not 100% sure but that'll be my perspective and then yeah I, yeah I, that's what I would say anyway I'm not too sure 
I know you said ever since you went to primary school, you wanted to be a primary school teacher. But here we are, 20 odd years later, you are now a primary school teacher. You know, is it different to what you thought it would be? Um, yes and no, like kind of like two parts. So definitely in terms of within the classroom, it, it is what I envi- envisioned. And then like, obviously you learn more when you're in third level and like how to control the classroom and stuff like that. And the content you teach, obviously like times have changed. So you move with those as well. But obviously when I was younger, lifestyle and all that, did not come into my mind and I was just kind of like oh teachers just in the classroom they don't they don't live outside of school but now like like I would say like I couldn't highly recommend it enough because like lifestyle like yeah you get your like the odd week here and there to kind of recharge your batteries and you might have to do a couple of plans and stuff outside school notes and stuff but like I feel I feel like you're given that time like to really just kind of be you as well um at christmas you get your time off the summer of course easter so you've a lot of time to kind of grow as a person and i feel like that time off everyone's like gosh your teachers like loads of time off like uh here but um i feel like that those life experiences that you gather make yourself a better teacher so i don't i don't feel like like that time off is just time off you're like indirectly making your life better within the classroom and that's why I, f- I feel it should appeal to people more because you get to live life I think more than most professions like that's just my opinion yeah okay so that was primary school teacher Alex Finnegan and I think you can sort of get the impression that he really loves he really loves teaching he can, yeah. yeah yeah um so from your point of view Alan like when a student is um opting for a career in teaching like what are the factors involved but I suppose particularly with um, a male student? Yeah, it's a really good question, Louise, to begin with. And I think really Alex in that recording there really captures the motivations for a Leaving Star student to consider teaching. I think, you know, we might go out in the street and ask somebody what's the perks about being a teacher and immediately one and say time off. But I think looking at the time factor as being a perk but really it's a such a dynamic role it's Mm. such an opportunity you know you're working with children and you're working with children at at different levels like you might be working one year with a group five-year-olds you might be in junior infants and the next year you might be working with sixth class at the you know at Mm. the age of 12 as they prepare to transition into secondary school so it's a really dynamic role in that sense and then of course one of the big draws and, and i think this was a draw for me is that at primary level, you have a very diverse curriculum Mm. and Mm. uh, the opportunity to teach across a range of subject areas. So typically speaking, in a school, you're moving from teaching perhaps maths to history to Mm. art, and that's all happening within a a day as well. So there's the opportunity there really. And to see children progress and the opportunity to see a child as to progress during a during a year. I remember when I was a teacher, I, one year I had first class and really they were coming in to me in September, coming out of kind of that infant's period and really I got to see them grow over the mm. year as emergent readers and writers and yeah. all like, and I think that's a really, really rewarding aspect of the role. So I think really as a Leaving Cert looks back on their own primary school experience, 
they look at those factors and um, naturally as well as Alex said there is a good work-life balance in relation to mm. the time off and that but there is a there's a number of factors at yeah. play there as well yeah. but I suppose it is interesting when when we look at this and say that there are still fewer men mm. who are going mm. into primary school like to mm. teach at a primary school level mm. that like that it does seem to be that if men are going to become teachers that they are more drawn to post-primary I mean I know this is kind of anecdotally but mm. like you know number one what do you think the deterrent is for mm. primary and like why then is post-primary more appealing to um, male teachers I suppose this is this is an issue that um, has come up time and time again about the lack of male teachers particularly at primary level really I suppose if we look at research around it and you know there are four key factors that are at play that have been identified in, in previous work and research around this and one is being that there are specific entry requirements. And I know on this show, Louise, you know, you've discussed this before, particularly with my, with my own boss, uh, <laughs> Anne Looney, the executive dean in DIOE around Said Gwelga and yeah. the religion. And if you look at any statistics from the State Examinations Commission that records stats around the Leaving Cert, there are much fewer male students doing higher level Irish than there are female. And do they have any sense of why that is? or? Uh, it could be down to a number of factors within the school. It could be down to their own experience of the subject. It may be that they're opting to do higher level subject areas in other areas. Mm. And as a result of that, they may opt to take an ordinary level subject, you know. So, yes. so th- th- that, comes, that comes into play. And then teaching is... Uh, we're very fortunate in Ireland, like really that teaching remains to be a very competitive course at undergraduate level. Like we Mm. see every year, Mm. it's very high in the CEO system and that can create a barrier. And, you know, the OECD, you know, have noted in in, in recent research that, you know, females generally perform better in in, in relation to uh, in, in, in that and particularly around terminal assessments and that as well, like the Leaving Cert. So that can create a barrier as well. But looking at other factors as well, a big influence actually that people might not be aware of is actually the influences of, say, parents or friends or Mm. peers. And uh, I know from my own experience, like when I was looking at doing teaching, I remember my granddad at the time said to me, because the points were on par with say law or you know and he said would you you not go and do a law degree in UCD and you have your uncle's practice to take on okay gotcha yeah so really and that has actually been reported before in other you know in other research around this whereby a guidance counsellor particularly for a high achieving male pupil might say you know what you'd be bored in teaching you might be bored look more towards maybe the engineering or the sciences and all of that more STEM kind of stuff yeah exactly and uh, yeah yeah, so so there are those factors at play as well. And then some might see teaching as being kind of lacking mobility or, or progression within that. And I think that's something we have to look at mm. as teacher education, as a teacher education uh, provider, that there is lots of career opportunities within teaching. Like, you know, people just think you teach and you become principal and that's yeah. your... Yeah, that's what I would have thought, I think, yeah, probably, yeah. Absolutely. And we need to look at other opportunities. We have teachers who've moved into journalism, mm. they've moved into academia, they've moved into research, into yeah. policy. Yeah. You know, there are a number of factors that are at play when a teacher can progress and move forward as well. Yeah, yeah. And tell me, did you have, like, you know, we often ask on this podcast about, like, was there a particular teacher that inspired you? Mm. Like, was there a teacher? Mm. And, like, did you have many male teachers when you were in primary school? 
Yeah, so uh, I was in a very small country primary school um, in um, in Westmead, where I'm from, and uh, I had a male teacher in first class, two male teachers in first class actually, and um, one had moved because he got a permanent role elsewhere, and again in fourth and fifth class. Yeah. And really I was very fortunate with the male, and I think that was, you know, we sometimes speak about role models and that, and you know, I think particularly my teacher at fourth or fifth because my memory is you know I yeah. can re- like he was very dynamic in, in how he taught us um, an excellent at dra- teaching drama excellent at teaching physical education we really got the full curriculum yeah. what was his name? Um, or do you want to say? I hope he doesn't mind uh, he's yeah. he's a principal in uh, Mullingar Michael Malloy I think no one minds getting a compliment so I think yeah, you're yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> he's principal of a new of a, of a new large school Holy Child in um, mm. Mullingar then I went to a post-primary diocesan school in Mullingar and then I had a, a lot of male teachers yeah. as well so I was I suppose through primary and post-primary I, I, I did yeah. have that experience I'm sorry I, did you say that did you go to a mixed school or an all-boys no, school all boys. See, I'm, I'm, I went to a mixed sh- primary school you went to a mixed primary sorry, school we, sorry an all-boys Post-primary. Yeah, because I went to a single sex um, convent primary school mm. and all of the teachers were mm. female. Mm. And mm. I, I wonder, would that... Yeah, yeah. Like, would there would there have been a situation where a male teacher w- would have been... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, I, I remember as, as a student teacher for one of my... What we used to refer to as teaching practices then, it's now known as school placement, but was in a, was in an all... Uh, girls' school, and uh, but I was the first, I was, yeah, yeah, male to be ever in teaching in that, yeah. in that space, and it was a big. T- it was I remember being kind of told that the first day, and it was kind of seen as this kind of, you know. So yeah, it does. It does. And was that a big adjustment? Do you think for like the students, uh, and or was it one of those things where it was weird the first day, and then it's, yeah, it was fine? Then, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, it, it kind of it, it it first day or two maybe was a novelty, but then uh, we continued. And, yeah, so it is. It, it's a very good question you raise, and you know, you know, we are moving towards more co-ed schools at primary level, and I think that's a good development given, given your own experience. You said there as a as yeah. a pupil in an all girls primary school yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, there are probably people who are listening to this who are thinking. Well, I mean, really, like, what does it matter? Like, mm. what gender um, our teachers are, and like, does it impact, mm. you know, the experience of the children or the quality of their education? Mm. I mean, it's widely debated, mm, um, widely debated. In in if you look at the, the research uh, literature around all this, it's widely debated. Um, you know, we've colleagues who've really studied this. I know Galway, the School of Education in Galway, mm. Manuela Hines and um, Elaine Keane have really. Uh, they really get into kind of looking at this, and the debate is: it is those that would be cre- those that would question it would be very much around this idea of say role models, or there's ambiguity around that, and mm. and it could be argued that it actually doesn't have an impact at all on on on, on a student achievement. Um, but while others would say it's important to have diversity mm. within the profession, yeah, um, it's important to have diversity at at different levels. And naturally, you know, they might argue that it's important for maybe a male pupil. He he might be having difficulties in the school and he may be able to identify with a male teacher in relation to that. Um, so there are the debates um, yeah. around around it. Um, and uh, yeah, and it continues. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I suppose that makes sense. I mean, if I thought about 
you know, a young, um, a young girl who was in a in a school, and all of her teachers were male. I mean, we would think about you know representation mm. and like you know, I suppose mm. even encouraging, mm. you know, for students to go into education. If you see someone that you can identify mm. in that way, you know, it's like, well, she can do it, then I can do it. You know, mm. like so, like, would you think it's fair to say that like perhaps a reason why fewer men are going into teaching at a primary school level is because they didn't see it to sort of believe it at that age because there were fewer yeah yeah you know yeah, it's kind of a absolutely. chicken and egg yeah, situation yeah like the, yeah and that's that's that is a big argument around the need kind of to have role model perhaps a role model of somebody that they can see themselves as I, I, you know i go back to my own experience looking at michael malloy as a teacher of mine and i was like actually you know what i i yeah I'd like to be kind of that kind of dynamic teacher mm. and um, that is unpacked in the literature around kind of the importance of having role models and the importance of being able to look or identify with somebody mm. in that regard as well so it is important to look at you know to have to have diversity within the profession yes. and as not well. just in gender like no, you know in terms absolutely. of like race and absolutely. Like, you know ethnicity Abs- and abs- abilities yeah. all of those things yeah. absolutely absolutely and again and I know you've unpacked this and in terms of you know the barriers there to open up the profession to yeah. to, to many and uh, kind of remove those barriers for for those that want to be a teacher. Yeah. But but the barriers that are in place yeah. are preventing them to be. A and teacher. do you think like is DCU doing anything in particular so as to remove those barriers or to help encourage more people to consider teaching as a career? Yeah, yeah, we we are like this. Like our our our, our dean has been excellent in terms of in leading leading the institution in in supporting kind of diversity. And, you know, through various approaches, like, for example, DCU now is working very closely with FET, the FET mm. for the education sector. Mm. And um, we naturally have, we've also the had four deaf, uh, the deaf yes. ed in BN yes. and the ISL. Yes, we talked to someone. For, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Matthews staring that. And, you know, but, but Anne and Elizabeth would, would say that, the biggest challenge as you try to diversify an open profession are certain hurdles and barriers in place. And it's also as well important as well that we just don't look at, say, you know, sometimes people might say, oh, removing this entry requirement is the panacea or will, 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 mm. will you know, this will diversify. Because there are people that go through school in the schooling system and they have very negative experiences and they don't want to work in the system for that yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, for that reason, I've just, um, you know, a person I know in Minute, Aoife Tately, some really good work in relation to that about their experience of schooling. Mm-hmm. So we need to look at that. But DCU is really, really good supports in terms of, you know, even supporting around the Irish requirement, around mm-hmm. working around that and about kind of opening up um, opening up initial teacher education to, to all and kind of moving it away from that kind of seen as kind of the middle class white but mm. it's not a problem that's unique to Ireland Louise it is it's an international issue mm. but in Ireland we do we are challenged further because of because of those entry requirements and yeah. I think Anne spoke about you know looking at kind of Irish coming in and rather than having a, a certain standard coming on to the programme mm. it's perhaps looking at it as they're moving into the profession yeah. here as well it's great mm. it's great to hear that I suppose that there are Moves being made um, mm. in that direction. So, I mean, Alan, I suppose, yes, we, we have spoken about this issue that there, you know, there isn't enough men going into teaching at, at primary school level. So I suppose, let's say if we take it five years down the line, like, do you think things are changing? Um, is there sort of, you know, light at the end of the tunnel? 
Absolutely, I, th- I think so. We we have, um, I can only comment on our BEAD, our primary initial teacher education programme in, in, in DCU, but we've see, actually seen an increase in the number of oh, male right. students coming on, uh, coming on, on board. And it's fantastic that we're having a podcast discussion about this because mm-hmm. it is getting us to think about it. And it's really important that we're researching diversity in teacher education and that really has gained momentum in the last number of years. So let's hope that the policymakers, um, you know, open up teaching for all because yeah. it's it's a wonderful profession yeah. um, and so many people really, really enjoy teaching, have a passion and let's open that up for others to come in and bring that passion I- into our classrooms. Thank you so much for speaking Pleasure to me wings. today, Alan. Thank so you. interesting. Thank yeah. you. Now, remember, you can find out more about Teachers Inspire and you can keep up to date on the awards at teachersinspire.ie. And while you're there, you'll find links to other episodes of the podcast or you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.